I remember feeling like, man, I'm about to die. I'm 16 years old, and I know I'm not in a good relationship with God. I just kind of accepted, man, I'm on, I'm on my way to eternal separation from God's love and grace. So it was, it was an intense moment. His name is Flame. He's a Grammy-nominated hip-hop artist, and you're about to hear his story of redemption here on GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Scotty Campbell. And I'm Phil Fleischman. Have you ever prayed for someone that you honestly kind of thought was just too far gone? I mean, you know God can save anyone, but it's like you have to fight a feeling of hopelessness with this person. Well, as you listen to Flame's story, it sounds like he might have been one of those people who just seemed too far gone. Exactly. He was headed down a really dark and dangerous path before his life was totally turned around. GPS. God. People. Stories. So what's with the name Flame? We'll tell you what it means to him now in a few minutes, but trust us, it's very different from what it meant before he was a Christian. So I was the dude that was known for always having like marijuana, like I would have it in my socks at school. So people would say, man, this dude... Flame, he got the fire, he got the fire. So that was kind of the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the thing for Flame in St. Louis. Man, you know, uh, I grew up in the inner city, in the hood, and the things that were cool, the things that were popular, you had the hip hop culture, obviously, which was just the heartbeat of the, the young generation. And then um, you had the gang culture. So the, the older guys that just made a being a career criminal seemed cool and it seemed like an ambition something that you should aspire towards so that was attractive and the drug culture it was just what came along with that lifestyle chasing all that was getting flame in trouble and placing him in danger Uh, some dudes came into my high school uh, looking for me and a couple of my friends they had guns and the security guard came to my classroom and told me, Flame, there's some guys in the school looking for you. You probably want to leave. So I said, man, if the security tells you you probably want to leave, you probably want to leave. That incident got Flame kicked out of school. So he transferred to a trade school. And on the way home from orientation, this happened. I was hit three times by 18-wheeler carrying fuel. I'm just spinning down the highway again um, in the 360, 65, 70 miles per hour. Uh, we hit the left shoulder of the highway. The car flipped over. And um, so I wasn't driving. I was actually in the back seat. And um, so I just, I remember feeling like, man, I'm about to die. I'm 16 years old. And I know I'm not in a good relationship with God. So I was keenly aware that it was, it was, it was finality. And I felt like, man, I didn't have the presence of mind to pray for salvation, I just kind of accepted, man, I'm on, I'm on my way to eternal separation from God's love and grace. So it was, it was an intense moment. So he's been kicked out of school and nearly killed in a car accident. Next, Flame's about to lose his grandmother, the family's pillar of faith but not before he asks her why God's allowing the things that are happening. She always made Jesus look attractive. So it was just through that example that uh, made me seek her and look for her to give me answers and understanding of that, that type of the weight of that event. And she says, I don't know why, but I know that you know right from wrong. You know what God expects. You know how we raised you in this family. She just simply said, you need to repent. You need to turn from your sin and turn to Jesus Christ. 
definitely not what I wanted to hear. She said, I believe God's trying to get your attention. And I'm like, well, he has my attention. And um, and about a week or so after that conversation, she actually died from a heart attack. And she was only 55 years old. God had Flame's attention, but you might say it would be a few more months before he had Flame's heart. That happened after a friend, Flame met at his new trade school, invited him to her church. She just went on this mission to have some of the older gentlemen from the church to regularly contact me. So I would get these phone calls and just, hey, man. I know you don't know me, but just want to check in on you, see how you're doing. So I'm like, man, these guys are weird. Like, won't they leave me alone? And uh, But they just kept pursuing me, and eventually I went, and um, the pastor was preaching the gospel. Nothing really special about that day from his standpoint, probably, but the words fell on my heart in a new way, and I said, man, I, I want in. I'm thinking about God's love, his patience, his forgiveness. I said, I want in, and it just reminded me again of, uh, the beauty of, of my grandmother's life and her legacy. And the Lord saved me that day, man. Flame was 16 years old that day. It was a day he realized he needed to let go of his old way of life and embrace the person of Jesus Christ. So I remember, I'm like, okay, I listen to rap music. And all the rap music I listened to was the antithesis of the Christian message. It was, and... Um, so immediately I sensed that I needed to get rid of my old music. So I had thousands of dollars worth of music. So in that one moment, I literally threw it all away. Uh, the Lord took away a lot of my major vices. I didn't return to any drug habits, anything like that. I broke up with my girlfriend that I was with for five years. I said, I just want I'm, to, I'm a new creation. And I cut everything off and, and that was God's grace because I know some conversions are different, some things linger. Um, but the Lord just gave me that grace where he just put a passion and a zeal on the inside of me. And that's when I found out about ministry. Does anybody here believe it? Do Does anybody here believe it? Turn up. With the help of some other musicians in the church, Flame discovered that he could sing and rap for the Lord and do a lot of other things, too. You know, when I converted, I started writing music to God as a personal devotional. I didn't know that it was a ministry or a career option or anything like that. So I would just say my raps to God before I read my Bible. And I said, man, I want to do music and I want to sign up for ministry and I want to go to juvenile detention centers, prisons, street evangelism, and just share the gospel. But true hope and freedom only Jesus can provide. When your motivation is based on the one who died, good works can count for eternity and the present time. Remember earlier, Flame explained that his nickname before Christ had to do with marijuana. Now, his name refers to the Old Testament prophet, Jeremiah. Jeremiah told everyone about God, and he declared that the word of God rose up in him like a flame. That describes flame from the day he gave his life to Jesus. So I was in the city, in the hood, um, sharing my faith. Um, the Lord gave me a boldness. He gave me a zeal. I remember even in high school, like I, I started running back my freshman year of high school. So I was popular. I was well known. But I, I went Jesus crazy. I, I bought a briefcase. I put my Bible in there. I put my notepad. Um, I bought a, a chain that said Jesus Christ is the real thing. I like, I just went Jesus crazy. At times, the Jesus crazy might have caused a little bit of a problem. One story that's kind of funny is in one of my classrooms, my teacher was 
giving a lecture and I literally stood up on my desk and I said out loud, I said, what the teacher is saying right now is not important. I said, the most important thing is when you die, are you going to go to heaven or are you going to go to hell? And my teacher was like, well, I don't know, but I know where you're going right now. So he sent me to the principal's office. <laughs> so, you know, I know it's crazy. And uh, my principal happened to be a Christian. I found that out. And he was like, flame, I get it. But you cannot do this. This is out of line. It's out of order. Um, so I had to balance out and understand how to, you know, socially not be so extreme. But I, I think the Lord just had gripped my heart in such a way. I just I want to tell everybody. And that's why all the dudes I used to hang out with. I mean, these dudes, career criminals. You know, I'm bringing them to church with me. I would fill up a whole row. It'd be like 15 dudes, and they just come to church with me, hearing the gospel. I would bring sermons over, and we'd just we'd be playing basketball. And I'm like, all right, now let's go listen to this sermon. So I was that guy. I became the the Jesus fanatic among my friends. Yeah. We know the end, so we ain't gotta fear though. Just keep showing love, though they think that we the weirdos. We know the end, so we ain't gotta fear though. Just keep speaking truth, though they think that we the weirdos. Flame's not only passionate about sharing the hope that's found in Jesus Christ, he's also passionate about equipping and challenging other Christians to do the same. So I want people to be normal and to be kind and be, you know, tactful. But I also want people to remember that we have a responsibility, that we don't own ourselves. Paul says it's not I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. So we don't have the right to withhold the good news of Jesus Christ. We're obligated to communicate his words. So I'm just trying to figure out ways in the music, using metaphors, similes, punchlines, allegory, stories to get people to thinking, how can I get this message into people's psyche? How can I intrude into a, a conversation about sports, about music industry, pop culture. How can I get into that conversation but introduce Jesus? Why is Flame so passionate about introducing people to Jesus? Because he knows firsthand what Jesus can do with someone when they surrender their life to him. There's nothing special about me. I'm from this community. I've been Grammy nominated. I've traveled the world, but it's all been because Christ got a hold of my life. You know what I'm saying? And I want them to see that and understand and feel that and to see what life looks like when Jesus gets a hold of a person just like them. I want to reach my city because the hood life ain't always pretty, but I would like saying thank you to all that get involved, God, in all our city. Want to see what your life can look like when Jesus gets a hold of it? When you surrender control to him? Learn more at BillyGrahamRadio.org. Click on Grow Your Faith. That's BillyGrahamRadio.org. We're on Facebook, too. Just search for Billy Graham Radio. And hey, leave us a comment about the way your life changed when Jesus got a hold of it. We've got one more quick story from Flame in just a minute. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. When I was taken to some of these areas of disadvantaged people. Billy Graham. People that don't have as much as maybe some other people, maybe some of them involved in certain types of crimes, but they're people out in the suburbs just like them. They just live in better homes, maybe drive a better car, but their hearts and their souls are in torment from their own conscience. But Jesus moves among both groups. He moved among the wealthy, he moved among the poor. And he was unafraid, always tender, always loving. 
God loves you. He's there to help you every day. He died on the cross for you because he loved you. Now back to the hosts of GPS, Phil Fleischman and Scotty Campbell. Phil, something we didn't mention about Flame earlier is just how busy he is. In addition to performing, he's also an author and a producer. He owns his own record label, and he's going to seminary, working on a master's degree. Yeah, one of the reasons he's working on his master's is because he hopes to teach one day, so he says he can impact people that way, too. And speaking of impacting people, there was one other story he told us that we didn't include earlier. He impacted a big-time career criminal in St. Louis. The man's name is Thizzle, and Flame's pastor actually introduced them because he found out Thizzle liked to rap. So Flame went to meet him and... Well, listen what happened. Literally, I rapped Romans chapter 7. And he was just like, man, that was tight. You do the same thing I do, except you don't curse. And we developed a friendship from that standpoint. And I watched the Lord save him. And now we're co-laborers in the gospel. You can be a co-laborer with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association and the sharing of the gospel. Go to BillyGrahamRadio.org and click on the Donate button at the top of the page. We want to say thank you to Flame for being our guest and for sharing some of his music on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Scotty Kimball. GPS is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. If we all gotta go, are you really ready though? If we all gotta go, are you really ready though? To meet him.